Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the SEC Insider Hit, presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. We have a texter on here. His name is Nickelback. Blake, do you listen to them at all? Okay. Thumbs up. They're a band for our listeners. Some people know that. Some don't. Um, He's coming in hot on, on Ole Miss fans. We'll... We'll read that here in in just a second. Uh, Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We've got some pretty uh, unbelievable, amazing audio from Lane Kiffin that we're going to drop here in a minute. And, um, boy, he shut the whole we almost won thing down in his post-game press conference. Now, we do have Ole Miss fans that are, even with this unbelievable season they've had, and they have had an unbelievable season, uh, we have some Ole Miss fans on the Ag Up Equipment text line that are like, kick the damn field goal, coach. Uh, In the first quarter, it's interesting as analytics are evolving for us, and uh, no question that you need them, and you need to leverage them and use them. Uh, Well, business, sports, whatever. Uh, but but the debate in the first quarter about getting points, I really like this. And, you know, there are some people that still say go for it. Uh, but, man, you're really starting to hear a uh, actually a vocal majority of people in the analytics world say, hey, get the points in the first quarter. Get on the board. And if you thought that that, that was going to be a close game, and it was, man, Blake, as you as you drive down inside the 15 – and it's a three-point game. Yep. Uh, it's just a totally different deal. Plus, you get your crowd. Uh, both teams went a little while without scoring after that, Blake. And you get your your home field. That was a great crowd at Vault Hemingway. You, you get them into it, which kudos to, to Ole Miss for, you know, obviously at, with the one-loss team in Bama and Town, even at two losses, coming up and, and, and yeah. showing up and showing out. I, I thought that you... I like Kiffin's aggression in a lot of ways, but you're right. If that's fourth and one, you probably can't. They've run, they're running as a team for like six yards a carry. Like, I get it. They're running the ball so well, and you feel like we can get fourth and two. But everybody's locked but in on exactly. a run play. And, it's and almost one where if you bootleg right there with Dart, right. you know, maybe it's a walk in. Like, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I like, I like the I, aggression, but you got to kick the field goal when it's, when it's, 
fourth and two like that. There wasn't any goat fuel. And you're not as scared of Alabama this year in terms of their offensive firepower. Right. So it's not – we say you have to go get it against Alabama, and you do. But in the first quarter, that type of field goal could be – Again, like we said, they would have been up twenty to seven instead of seventeen to seven. Like yeah. everything just kind of compounds on that, right? It, early it does. Yeah, you don't want to chase. You don't want to chase chase points, points early. Yeah, exactly. Which Mike Mike Leach likes to go for it when you should uh, go for two when you shouldn't go for two. Uh, Dave Bartu standing on on the table, well, jumping up and down. Well, when you can't get in the end zone for a touchdown, what makes you think you can get in the end zone for a two point conversion? Well, especially against elite teams, you know you don't have any room down there in the red zone on the two-yard line, right? Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9, the three-yard line, sorry. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9, the zone, live in the Bank Plus studio. Uh, Favorites.com, bundle your auto and home and save with your Farm Bureau insurance agent. They'll take care of your family. Farm Bureau, go local, go with the home team. The caller line is 601-707-3750. Before I go to Lane Train audio, uh, we haven't hit that much of Mississippi State, Georgia. Uh, First of all, people are really, I'm sensing some leech fatigue. And look, this is an average SEC staff, okay? Now, they're all loyal to him, and they know their role, so I guess there's something to that. But here's the deal. And, and, and boy, when, when coaching staffs come in from other places, they don't want to hear this. I don't know why you have to say this more in Starkville than, than Oxford. Or maybe I, maybe that isn't the case, but I just feel like it is. But um, the athletes and coaching are different here. Yep. They just are. It, it's just not the same as the Big 12 and Pac-12. It's just not. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I, Will Rogers' fatigue is setting in. Uh, Will's, Will's done a good job. He is what he is. Um, uh, you know, do you need to get more athletic and dynamic and explosive at that position at some point? Yes. But also, could Mike Leach give Will, knowing what Will is, could Mike Leach do some things to help Will Rogers in the offense like misdirection, like a little play action, mm. like just a little jet sweep. I know they ran that one. So that, And this is a very I told you so staff, okay? Um, you know, they ran the Tulu jet sweep and they lost a yard. So you'll never see that again. That That's that's kind of how this, this whole thing goes. Um, you know, I think Arnett's solid. Uh, in the SEC, guys, when you have a pot of money, like Mississippi State and Ole Miss, you got to go get the best available. You know, do I really believe that he's going to shake up his staff? I don't. I don't. Um, do I think he's going to do some things to offset Will Rogers' deficiencies? I don't. What does history tell us? I just don't. <laughs> uh, do I think he can take you to seven and five? Which really, you weren't that program for a hundred years. So I, I, you know, this whole debate. I saw somebody post, well, Mississippi State and Ole Miss are eight and four programs. No, No, they're they're not. not. No, they're not. Stop saying that on the message board or at happy hour. You're not. Ole Miss is going through this remarkable run. Yeah. 
and they could win. Ten, well, I mean, if they close out, which they're better than the two teams they play, but you still have to play them out because the gap isn't, you know, that wide. Um, I guess if they run it all the way through the bowl game, technically they could win eleven. Yeah. But you're not eight and four program. Yeah, you I'm also sorry. you also went five straight years without winning more than six games. Yeah. So that you're not. State has done it. Almost done. You're not an eight. And four I love program. the fact that you've thrown up eight, nine, and ten wins, and that you have trended the last twelve years in the right way. And in it, it during many times in Starkville and Oxford, Ole Miss has. It, it looks to me like Ole Miss has gone back to back NFL quarterbacks. Agreed. I, I think Dart will through the maturation process. He's still so young. Okay. Uh, I think Dart, over time, will be an NFL quarterback. Uh, the kid is mature. Uh, you know, he's getting better. He's developed. I mean, did he miss some throws? Yeah. But I, I, I watched the NFL all day like Blake did yesterday. NFL Q. I I mean, Josh Allen threw a pick to end the game. He, he literally stared the guy down. Yeah. Josh Allen's amazing. Yeah. I can't even throw the ball, you know, 25 yards. He threw it like 90 miles per hour. And he yeah. just happened to hit a Viking. Um, so, uh, but back to, you know, I see this debate on our Ag Up Equipment text line. And, of course, Ag Up Equipment's where you go to get your next John Deere tr- tractor. But if you're going to help Will Rogers and mask his deficiencies, don't you have to do a little misdirection, a little play action, Pre-snap a little motion. bit of a oh, little bit of eye candy? Something. People say I, I got in a debate with a former SEC player yesterday, um, and I like what he sees and what he tells me on Sundays. I may not agree with everything, but anyway, I, I agree with most of it. And we were talking about eye candy. I want you to think about this. When you're 19 years old and you're playing linebacker and the coach has been telling you what's going to happen all week and then they shift and it's not what y'all have talked about, yep. what do you do? Panic. You freeze. Yep. And when you freeze in this league for one second, yep. I mean, hell, you, you get smoked in high school if you freeze for a second, okay? But in this league, with the athletes that we have, you're 19 years old, you've been in the film room all week, and all of a sudden they eye candy and it's not what y'all talked about. What do you think happens? Well, you hesitate. And when you hesitate in this league, what happens? People run by you. You get beat. Okay, you get embarrassed. You look, have to pick up your jock strap. Look at what Georgia's defensive front was doing to Mississippi State all night, right? Just those last second shifts one way or the other, try to cause some confusion on blocking patterns. Uh, it's it's little things, but good coaches find the wrinkles. Man, you're 20 years old. You've been told all week this is what's going to happen, and then what happens? It doesn't happen. Yep. They do something else in July. I don't know which I don't know which way I'm supposed to go and I don't know exactly who I have. Mm-hmm. I can't why why would like you and I always talk about Kyle Shanahan off the Love air. Him. Okay. With Love the San him. Francisco 49ers. At the high school level, college level, NFL level, why wouldn't you have an insane amount of eye candy yeah. in your offense, even if it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Let me ask you this question. Because all of a sudden, if I'm freezing at 20 years old, I hesitate. You're done. I'm done. Well, and most teams, even in the SEC, where we know the best con- conglomeration of talent, right? You have the most 
talent across the board at teams. Period. Yeah, they're the best. So you'll find the most good defenders on one roster in the SEC. They still don't have enough good defenders, most every team, except for Georgia, Bama, LSU when they're cooking. They still don't have enough good defenders to, to win every possession, to right. win every rep, especially right. when you create wrinkles. Look at Freeze and Kiffin's offense. Look at the wrinkles that they put in. That's the difference. Mike Lee, you know what's funny? Lane Kiffin doesn't run a lot of different routes. The route system, the passing game concepts are everything that Leach is doing. The difference is he doesn't line up in the same seven formations to run them in. He gives you 37 formations with the same seven plays. That's the difference. It's Just coming candy. from another spot on the field. It's okay. Well, if you can remember, we talk about Drew Brees in the book. How he would say, "Hey, here's one look from the defense. I want 50 plays for that one look. Yeah, which I'll is only run three on Sunday, right? But I want 50 because on the off chance that I need a play to win, I'm going to do it." Kiffin didn't win Saturday, and he says that you know it's not we're we're, we don't that. feel good about it, but he at least is giving you a chance to win, and that's the difference. It, that is the difference, and um, they're entertaining and fun to watch, uh, and they play fast and physical too. Uh, we are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, bundle your auto and home right now this morning. Go to favorites.com and save with your Farm Bureau insurance agent of choice. Uh, this is Lane Kiffin, Goat Fuel. Lane Goat Fuel Kiffin. After what was a hell of a ball game in Oxford as Bama wins 30-24, to Ole Miss was up 17-7 to at one point. Lane passed on the field goal in the first quarter. I think you go get points in the first quarter. I like the way that is trending. Uh, this is Lane Kiffin after the game. Yeah, I don't guys, you know, this is, let me just explain it really well. I don't really give a about how many yards we had, how close the game was. We didn't win the game. And two years ago, we walked off this field, and I said, we didn't, hear, we didn't come here to cover spreads. We didn't come here to play what at the time was the number one team in the country close. So all these things about, well, you did this, good, and you, and freshman running back rushing it doesn't matter we didn't win the game so you know maybe some other places that's good or it's been here and good in the past it ain't good enough we came here to win to beat alabama we didn't do it so we're 0 one um today how about that it's what your coach should say and yeah, no question Fans no can feel, like you said, and I think that's great for debate. Should fans feel good? if you're Like, if you're an Ole Miss fan, should you feel yes. good Saturday night, right? You're, well, you're 8-2 and two with two games left. I get yeah. that. Yeah. It stinks to lose in the moment. You're, you're already guaranteed yeah. a bowl game in Florida right now. You know you've got sunshine booked for the holidays. Minimum. Now it's where, what else could we do? Yeah. Can we climb the ladder? But I do, I think Lane nailed it. Yeah. He absolutely crushed it with this guy trying to, kiss his ass in a press conference um and and basically lane's just like no that yep. that's yep. not and that, the players have to he's trying to get his players no to emulate question. his mentality the fan base can feel some hey we're eight and two that's all well and good if you're kipping you're going hey we've got two losses on our record that's terrible we have to get better right that's right. that's the mentality yeah because lane's ultimate goal that's and i think that's I don't know if every coach truly embodies this. Every coach feels like, hey, I want to win a title. Yeah. But I don't know that every coach truly believes in their hearts they're a championship-caliber coach. Lane Kiffin sits down and says, I am a title-winning coach. No question. He is so determined to win a national championship. It's that, different. That's why this – it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in Oxford because 
he absolutely believes he's a national championship yep. coach. Like, there's no, no wavering. Yeah. Um, you could see in his face, he felt like he was going toe-to-toe without, with Saban and out coaching him, and he just let a few things slip away. Yeah. But look, I'll go back. Dabo, it took time to get it figured uh, out. Yeah. Like, Kiffin well, is he's still... So, he's so far ahead of schedule at Ole Miss. It's insane. It feels like he's been around a long time because he has, but in reality... I'd argue that his true coaching career started at FAU because everything before that he wasn't ready for. He wasn't. Right. He was. He was still so, like he's just now learning how to lose the big games so that he can win the big games. I do believe that he, ha- if if with the right program, he can absolutely win a national championship. I agree. We are the Out of Bounds Show, one hundred five nine, the Zone, ESPN. Good morning, welcome in. Hope you're doing well. Show is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Our audio this morning is brought is powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Um, wicked performance of the week. Oh, man. Wicked performance of the week. Well, you could go Cadillac Williams. And you could go Vanderbilt. How about that? Vanderbilt is on the set. It is official. Their helmet yes. has not been on the set all year. Mm-mm. And we have the, so if you watch the show at 8.30, when we have Brad Edwards on, um, Bama Insider, 25 years at ESPN, what is going on in Tuscaloosa? But if you watch the show at 8.30, you can go to YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports, Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show, then you will see the mighty, mighty, mighty Vanderbilt Commodores helmet on the set who took down the Kentucky Wildcats 24-21. to 21. I don't want to hear anything else about Kentucky or South Carolina the rest of the year. Hello. If they played in the West, I mean, we have real teams over here. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Arkansas, with what they have to deal with. Think about who those three teams played this weekend. LSU, Bama, and Georgia. LSU, Bama, and Georgia. Elite recruiters, big time programs. It just it's never easy in this league. And for Mike Leach to pull Georgia in two of his first three years, it's brutal. You play in any other team other than Tennessee this year, and it could be a winnable game, no doubt. Any other team than Georgia and Kevin could be a winnable game. That's with all your dysfunction. Yeah, you know a staff that's that's pretty average. You still could have won, and and yeah. you know you're just kind of solid all the way around. Mm. Uh. You you still could have won because you you've had some moments where you played well yeah. and 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 given yourself an opportunity to win. Yeah. Uh, let's let's drop some more audio. Out of bounds. ESPN one hundred five nine. The zone. I'm your host Bo Bounds with Blake Scott. Uh, this is Kiffin. Man, he's just good with the microphone. He's just good with the media. Uh, Kiffin was on Feinbaum on Friday and uh, really gave it to Paul. I was not thinking um, when I sent him your article um, about what you said. I sent to him. And I, I knew he wouldn't respond. So you did send it to him. I sent it to, to him, Miss Terry. Oh. Trying to turn everybody on you, man. I, I, I don't want to make too much out of our relationship. I've always felt like we've we've gotten along, but now you're, in addition to tweeting about it, you're making sure that he did, he didn't miss it. Boy, as you know, they asked the Taylor Swift favorite song was Karma. So I just spent you know like. 
whatever it's been, eight eight years or something like that, waiting for my chance to get back at you since you got me fired at USC that time wow. for calling me Miley Cyrus. So I waited this long to turn Coach Saban against you. I mean, all, I said, all I said on college game day in front of three million people, uh, yeah. as you were mired in a bit of a struggle and yeah. playing Including a Including my athletic director was watching the TV when you said it that morning. All I said was, you were the Miley Cyrus of college football. Yeah. That wasn't, a, I thought that was a compliment, but most people didn't <laughs> think that was a compliment because, like a lot of your things, you know, people buy into them, but when you really study it, Miley's still going pretty good. Yeah. So that really wasn't that bad of a thing to say. No, uh, and, and your athletic director obviously uh, wasn't impressed. Yeah. Our first half of the game probably didn't help that either. <laughs> probably didn't. So that was some bantering back and forth between Feinbaum and Kiffin. I had forgotten that Paul Feinbaum had uh, had called Lane Kiffin the Miley Cyrus of college football when Lane was the head coach at Southern Cal. Yeah. And then, of course, he would eventually, uh, shortly thereafter, uh, Pat Hayden, who was a terrible athletic director, um, fired Lane Kiffin, as we all know, on the tarmac and uh, the rest is history. He's now the Ole Miss coach and setting records left and right. Could go back-to-back 10-win back seasons, which does not happen um, in Oxford. Back-to-back. Back, I mean, the odds are that he's going to get double digits either in yes. the regular season. Now, again, he's better than the next two teams. They're better than the next two teams they play, but they got to go on the road. To Arkansas, weird things happen in Arkansas yeah, for Ole Miss. It do. is just weird. And we talked about how they're they're not going to lay down. Uh, they're going to play for Sam Pittman. Yeah. So Ole Miss will have a, a a ridiculous, just super super cold, chilly game at night in Fayetteville this weekend. That even though Ole Miss is better, uh, Arkansas could give them all they want. And then we'll turn right around on Thursday. And we'll have the uh, battle for the golden egg. And, and that'll be another night game in, in Oxford, Mississippi, as MSU will go to Ole Miss, in which I think most everybody that uh, has any kind of really, you know, just average thought process believes that uh, Ole Miss will, will win that game. Uh, but they got to play it out. Again, these, these three teams are still, I'm talking about Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. These three teams are still close enough as far as talent that you know you got to play this thing out we'll we'll see how it all looks uh MSU has a snoozer this weekend or it better be uh East Tennessee State 11 a.m. game I don't know how many people will be there 25,000 27,000 37,000 43,000 I guess now state and Ole Miss automatically pretty much go over 40 but uh, man 11 a.m. game it's cold I don't know, but it's the last home game of the year. The yeah. commitment with tickets and tailgating. Uh, to me, the the question maybe forty about attendance is more in College Station because what are the things that spur athletic directors and administrative people to make changes? Apathy. Apathy. Whether that's in recruiting or in fan attendance, right? Yeah. Recruits start leaving. Well, that's bad for the future of the program. Right. But fans start showing up. You got you got empty seats. No booties in the seats. That means no green in the pocketbook. Yeah. And that makes people change. Does College Station look bad against UMass this weekend and maybe against LSU the next weekend? What, that, what does that look like? 
And does Jimbo's future hang in the balance? Are they going to do this thing? Are they going to make the move for $87 million, then throw in another $80 million probably? I mean, if you wanted Lane, it's going to cost you twelve to $15 million a year. Or I know that sounds insane. Maybe ten to twelve, um, and I know that's crazy. But but all right. And look, Robbie weighs in on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Lane got a bird's eye view of what it's like to be at Auburn. Bo, we packed the house, and we were a three-win team going into the game. He goes on to say, Lane has hit the ceiling at Ole Miss, and he knows it. Your reaction to that? Has Lane hit his ceiling at Ole Miss and he knows it? The Ag Up Equipment. Text line 601-885-3776. Has Lane Train hit his ceiling in Oxford and at Ole Miss? It's brought to you by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment and agup.com. They have two locations in the metro area, Canton and Pearl. We'll have Brad Edwards, Bama Insider, at 8.30. Good morning. Welcome in. Welcome in on a Goat Fuel Monday. Brought to you by Out of Bounds.